This podcast is produced by To The Moon Creative, located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Whether you're an established or a new podcaster, To The Moon Creative offers the highest quality audio and HD multi-camera video podcasts. And if you already record your own podcasts, to the Moon Creative also offers affordable audio and video editing services with guaranteed fast turnaround time. For more information, find us online at www.ttmcreative.com. At To The Moon Creative, we do more than just get your podcast off the ground. We help you take it to the moon. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Model Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Harrell. Please like, follow, or subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media at Model Connection Podcast. I have a very special guest tonight. Um, this lady is modeling in an area that I will be first and foremost to tell everyone that I know very little about. My guest tonight is is Miss Maria West. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm doing well. Great, great. I am so glad to have you here. Now, you are a cosplay model predominantly, correct? Yes. All right, now. Again, I'm going to be... I will be first and foremost, I know very little about cosplay modeling. Mm -hmm. So, not only will you be teaching and telling our viewers and listeners about cosplay, but you're also going to be teaching me. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me, um, how long have you been doing cosplay? So, I've only been seriously doing it for about a year. I started... Um, I've seen so many images of you yeah. in just a year. Yeah. you got to be kidding me. No, I've only been seriously modeling with working with photographers for a year. It was a year in January. A year in January. So you did what brand of modeling before then? None. None. So Zero. You, so how did you get started doing cosplay modeling? I want to know. This is so interesting to me. I've always been interested in anime whenever I was a kid. And then quarantine hit. So And then I was on unemployment. And, you know, the joys of that, you know, I was like, I can finally do something I've always wanted to do. Because cosplay is a very expensive hobby. It is in no way a cheap thing to do. There's costuming, wigs makeup i have like three bins full of costumes a closet full of costumes it's it's insane but i don't know i've always just been super interested in it and then i saw the opportunity i had plenty of time and then i was just self-shooting on my phone for the longest time i would go out in nashville take my tripod and you know go in these crazy outfits and just start shooting and then um i was like i really want nice quality photos so i just started looking on instagram through the hashtag national photographer mm -hmm. and that's how i've found almost every photographer that i've worked with i've seen so many images of you that you have have posted on, on social media and the outfits are so creative they're so elaborate mm -hmm. you cannot go to goodwill and buy those outfits i mean are they handmade by you do you buy them somewhere from amazon i mean how do you come 
across your outfits. So you actually you can go to Goodwill and get these outfits. They're, they're, <laughs> you can. You can. You can. There's something called a closet, closet cosplay, which is just like a, a doled down version of cosplay that's on a budget. So you could do like colors that match that character or find things that are like that character that mm-hmm. work. There's always different kinds of cosplay. But most of my outfits come off Amazon. Like, I don't know how to sew. I'm not the best at it. I don't know how to put in—I can thread a button, and that's about it. Okay. Um, But I can make props. I can do that. Um, But, yeah, most of my outfits come off Amazon, and the quality is actually really good. It's not bad in any sort of way. So, I mean, um, I do have friends that sew. I'd love to learn how to sew. It's just finding the time to actually do it. How did a cosplay get started? How did, what, like, in general? Yes, yes. Cosplay? Oh, gosh. You know, I don't even know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I feel like it's just been going on forever. I mean, it comes, of course, from, you know, Japanese culture, and it comes over from Japan and everything. But other than that, you know, I have no idea. It's probably been going on for hun- this like 100 years. This is just so interesting to me because it is totally out of my genre. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I see images, and I'm going to use you, images of you on Facebook, and I'm thinking, she has got to put some time, effort into this. Uh, all, all the money that she has put towards her outfits, like you just said, your uh, your wigs, your outfits, costumes. How is uh, the job market for you? Is it is it hard to find? Is it plentiful? Is it a niche that you've got to really look into to find job opportunities? Uh, Actually, no. There's, um, I'll have photographers reach out, and they specifically want to shoot cosplay because they've never done it, and they want to do it. Okay. And I'm like, perfect, great. Just let me plan something because it takes a lot of time to pay for everything or if I need to make a prop, I have to get the materials to make mm-hmm. the prop and watch a couple, like, maybe tutorials on how to do something. Um, but no, most of the newer photographers I've been working with really want to do cosplay, which I'm totally okay with. I love doing cosplay. I love doing like just regular fashion stuff, but I think more photographers are getting into it because it's just so fun to shoot. Like all the outfits are so elaborate and there's certain makeup looks you can do that are super elaborate. And, um, I think after a while doing, you know, just so many fashion stuff, it kind of gets, for me anyways, you know, I can only do so many fashion things and it looks great, but then it's like with cosplay, I can be this character. You can act like the character, do different facials and it looks so cool. Mm -hmm. And like I said, have giant props and it looks amazing. So I think, no, I have so many people asking me to do cosplay stuff. How has it changed from day one you started to now, if it has changed I mean I don't know if it's really changed I feel like it's the same because I've been doing it for so long like the the first full cosplay that I wore to an anime convention was in 2017 and I wore it for like 10 minutes and I was like okay I'm done um but modeling wise I just I even when I was self-shooting and everything I still take the same amount of time I still take the same amount of effort like nothing for me has specifically changed from day one to now because I at this point kind of know what I'm doing I know how to do my makeup. I know how much time I need to, you know, put towards something or order something. So I guess like just kind of being in like the anime convention cosplay scene for so long, it just, it just kind of flows easily. Tell me about this a cos- cosplay a, a convention. Yes, I've been to multiple conventions. I've been, uh, there's one here in, Nash- in Nashville 
It's called MTAC. It's the Middle, T- Middle Tennessee Anime Convention. I've been going to that since like 2005. Wow. So since it was a baby, um, there's a couple in Atlanta that I go to. My significant other, um, he goes there and he like seriously, he's a serious cosplayer. So he'll win awards for the stuff that he wow. builds. He's like a real co- like a real cosplayer. Like he hand makes everything. He makes leather, weapons. He has a 3D printer. He has a whole garage dedicated just to cosplay. So he's like, so I'll go down there and I'll go with him and um. I just went to KatsuCon, which is up in Maryland, which for me was, like, one of the more elite, like, uh, places to go. It's, like, where a lot of, like, more of the famous cosplayers mm-hmm. go, and you see a lot of nice builds, a lot of handmade things. And um, there's a cosplayer that I really like. Her name's Yaya Han, and she was there, and you can meet her. And she was out and about in her cosplays. And there's a couple Instagram people that I follow that were there. So I just got back from there, and it was a great experience. I had, like, six photo shoots in, like, two days, and I was Ah. extremely tired. (laughs) Um, Extremely tired. My friend went with me. We got to the convention at, like, 8 a.m., and then we didn't leave till 11 p.m., and I was just changing in and out of outfits. Um, But conventions, it's, you know, most of it's just walking around and looking at people in their outfits. There are, like, there's a game room. There's a dealer room where you can buy merchandise. There's... Um, I guess at the bigger ones like Comic-Con, there's more famous people like actors and actresses and stuff. Um, but there's a ton of stuff to do at cons. It's just not one singular thing. What are some of, of your favorite characters that you have portrayed in photo shoots? Um, I really like, uh, her name's Rei Ayanami. She's from an older 90s anime called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, I did about three different looks for her um, this past weekend. Um, and I've also done Harley Quinn, which I love dressing up as her. Wow. It's one of my favorite outfits I've ever done. Um, I think those are like my main two that I really, really enjoy doing because they always look so good on me. Like everything that like their hair, their makeup always suits me. And there's some cosplays that I've done where like the character just doesn't suit me. And I'm like, I probably won't be doing that again. But there are some that you just uh, get the right vibe Far and those are the ones that you really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Cosplay is still so interesting to me because it's. I see images of you know, I'm like, oh my god, that looks so cool. I mean, how did she do this? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just flabbergasted. You might say that people can actually do that and have fun doing it. It just actually blows my mind. It really does. I mean, uh, you are a fantastic model doing that, and uh, and my hat's off off uh, to you for doing it because you do a wonderful job. Thank you. If you were not a cosplay model, what would you be doing? Probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honest answer. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, that's kind of how I stumbled upon modeling. Anyways, my friend, um, my really good friend, his name's Jerry. He's one of my best friends. Um, he actually bought me my first really nice cosplay for Christmas one year, and it made me want to really take nice pictures. And mm-hmm. that's really how I got into modeling. So that's what got you started. That was yep. gonna be my next question. Yep. Thank you for answering it. You're welcome. <laughs> so. Everybody gets into modeling their own way. And how you and how they get into it is so very interesting because I've not found uh, two people that got into it the same way. Never probably never will. Mm-hmm. So he bought you your first costume mm-hmm. and you just ran with it, huh? Pretty much. And that costume was what? It's Ray Ayanami from Neon Genesis Evangelion. And um I shot with Mark Boring 
His Instagram username is SMB Photographics, and he captured those. They're still some of my favorite photos I've ever taken. I love those photos so much. Um, they're like, whenever you go to my webpage, they're like the very first photos you see. They're like on my Facebook modeling page. It's the icon. Um, so, yeah, it, they're one of my favorites. And she's one of my favorite characters to cosplay. Which character, what character do you want to portray that you have not done yet that you say, I want to do this? I want to find a photographer that will shoot this with me. What is that character? So I feel like a lot of my characters, I just think of, I'm like, I'm going to do that. Or I'll like I'll watch a show. I'm actually shooting with Mark again at the end of the month, and we're doing um, Scarlet Witch. So I've already bought the outfit. I had to buy a headpiece off Etsy. So I've already put in, I'm going to be honest, about $100 into mm-hmm. this outfit. So, and I have still have to make this prop that's going to light up. So, you know, about another hundred just for materials. So we're going down to Huntsville to shoot at this location. So that's Modeling my... is not cheap, let no. me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> How much money do you think you have spent per outfit? At least 150 to $200. Wow. And that's not good real people. <laughs> it's not <laughs> that's Amazon that's Etsy mm-hmm. that's that's uh whatever online shopping n- network you can find mm-hmm. I mean and I'm sure that some of these pieces for the outfit are not easily found is that correct I mean they can but you can type in the character you want and type in cosplay in Google and then like it'll pop up it just depends on if it's a reputable like site that you want to order from and the sizing is always weird because it's an Asian sizing Uh so they're generally a lot smaller so you kind of really have to get your measurements and figure out and look at reviews like my biggest thing is to look at reviews it'll save your life 1000 (laughs) percent um just from experience um but it's really not hard you can find like all the pieces that I have you can easily find online they're Mm -hmm. available to everybody and that's the thing with cosplay is anybody can do it you don't own a character I love seeing other people cosplay the same characters, take their own spin on it. So, I mean, it's so easily available to anyone, and I think that's why more people should do it. And I love seeing people do it. What advice would you give the young lady or the young gentleman that is thinking about doing your brand of modeling? What advice would you have for them? Uh, I would say just do it. You don't look silly. Um, You're... Cosplay looks amazing, whether you bought it, whether you made it, it does not matter. I think that's one of the things with cosplay. There's a lot of elitism, unfortunately. Um, A lot of people look down on other people for buying outfits or, you know, buying props. But the whole point of cosplay is to have fun and to dress up as your favorite character. So I would say for anyone who wants to do it, just do it. If you want to do, if you're a male wanting to do a female character, put your own spin on it, do it. No one's making fun of you. You know, it's for everybody. Unless you are good with your hands, sewing, uh, crafting, I mean, you've got to go out and buy things to have your outfit, your costume to look as as authentic as possible. Because if a photographer hires you for a character, he wants to actually basically see that character in front of him. He does not want to see somebody just... As I say, in a thrown-together outfit, you want to see Harley Quinn in front Mm -hmm. of you, okay? Mm -hmm. And that means every little detail has got to be covered. Mm -hmm. And you've got to really do your homework. Okay, now, 
this outfit looks this way, so I've, I've got to go buy this, or I've got to get this, get this. How much time do you put in researching your character that you play? I mean, this is, again, this is so, so elaborate. I am just in awe of it. I mean, tell me all you can about this. It really just depends. So, for Ray or any of the other characters that have cosplayed from the show, I I watched that show when I was a kid. Okay. So, and I've seen that show at least three or four times. I've seen the movies. I've watched YouTube videos depicting or like deciphering what the show means. So, very well versed with the characters and how they look. But like for Scarlet Witch, I've seen the Marvel movies mm-hmm. and I know what she looks like. <laughs> but other than that, I don't know much about her. Um, but I've seen other cosplayers, you know, take a, like a feel on it. And you kind of just get inspiration from different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like Harley Quinn. I, I've read some of the comic books. Um, but mostly I've seen like, you know, Suicide Squad or like Birds of Prey. So that's just kind of where I get my ideas. I don't, I don't think you have to know the characters super deep down to enjoy cosplaying them. If you like how they look, if you like the clothes, if you like the aesthetic, just cosplay it. You don't have to know the character 100%. How do you how do you critique your own images? <laughs> oh man, I it's so hard to critique cosplay because it's like I'm always the hardest on myself. Like I'll send my significant other, who like I said has won awards. I'm like, what do you think about these? And he's like, they look great. And I'm like, but do they actually like? Can like do they look good? If they don't, please let me know, and I will try to improve myself. But there's always like, oh, I could have moved the wig a certain way, or I could have cut the bangs differently, or. Maybe I should have worn contacts or I could have done something different with my hands or facials. So it's always hard, especially when you're trying to portray a character and, like, have those characteristics. It's mm-hmm. it's very hard. The sets that you shoot in, um, are they studio shoots? Are they location shoots? Do your costumes or the locations play a part in the other? Do you... Do you really need a certain type of set for a set costume, or can you shoot, say, Harley Quinn anywhere? I would say no. It doesn't. It can't be like I would never shoot Ray in like a coffee shop because the whole setting for the show is like in this post kind of apocalyptic kind of uh, rundown kind of town. So when I shot that, we went to the mill where you can see like exposed brick. There's um, different, like, kind of moody lighting with Harley Quinn. We shot outside near some neon signs, which Mm -hmm. is very kind of reminiscent of Birds of Prey. It's very, like, bright and colorful. So, you know, you wouldn't want to take Harley Quinn to, I don't know, like a field or anything. What is she going to do in a field? What is she doing there? Harley Quinn is more like an urban legend of uh, sidewalk, Mm -hmm. the the city sidewalk, a lot more than a a country road, okay? Right, right. So you kind of want of the setting to match mm-hmm. the character. 100%. 100%. Is that very difficult to come up with? I no. mean, okay. It's really not because there's so many places you can go. You can literally type on the Google and type in like abandoned place or even like I said, look on Instagram and look at other people's photos. And when they do tag the location, I love them to death. Um, I'm like, yes, I would love to go to that location with this character. I think it would match so well. So, you know, like I said, I feel like Instagram is your greatest weapon, especially when you just search up the like a hashtag, like hashtag Nashville, hashtag Nashville photographer, hashtag Nashville model. I had a lot of people don't use it for whatever reason, but 
I've used it so much to be able to find locations, photographers, other models that I really look up to. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's the easy, or even like a photographer will suggest um, a location. Like when I shot Ray, the photographer has shot there so many times. He's like, this will be perfect. Like you send him like images of the show or what the character looks like. And they also kind of get a feel for it. So it really helps when the photographer already has locations in mind too. Your general go-to site for social media is... Instagram. Instagram. Instagram only, huh? Or is it predominant, predominantly Instagram, a little bit of whatever else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit. Of, it's, it's mostly Instagram. I will go to Pinterest to find, like, ideas or makeup ideas. But most of it's Instagram. Like, there's just so many creatives out there from all over the world. You don't even have to keep a ton Nashville. There's just so many different people, different things, different photographers out there with so many ideas. You know, it's just so easy to find. Are uh, photographers posting castings for cosplay models? I don't know. I'm not I'm not that much on Facebook. Like the only thing I do on Facebook now is just post my photos and like share like a meme or two. Um I try not the Facebook's a little much for me right now. But I mean <laughs> but um I really don't answer to castings because I just feel like personally I won't do well so I just don't <laughs> put myself out there enough <laughs> like if somebody posts like in a model Facebook group that they're looking for somebody I'll be like oh me but then you know I just won't think anything about it you know there's like there'll be like 50 comments if there's like 50 comments I just won't even bother because I'm just like okay yeah. <laughs> I'll just move on yeah but it's just a lot easier for me to just like reach out to a photographer specifically that I like their work and I think you know I would like oh this character or would look good with your work what do you think that's just been what I've been doing. I think I've only gone to one, it was with Jason Reagan and he was doing this thing at a 1087 studios and I went there and it's the only kind of casting modeling group thing I've ever kind of been to. If our producer will begin putting your images up on the monitor, I'm going to ask you to please uh, describe what we are looking at for the uh, people that are watching on YouTube and, and those that are listening um, on a podcast wherever they download their podcast. So this is Ray. This is Ray Ayanami. This is my very first photo shoot I ever did with Mark. Um, this is at Low Mill Arts in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, so I have on my outfit that my best friend bought me. It's made out of like a like a vinyl. It's pretty, It's very delicate. I've only worn this outfit twice because the mesh is so delicate that I don't want to break it. <laughs> um, it's very scary. I was like, please don't rip, because then I have no idea. You can't fix it. Like, no, you can't fix that. Um, and so you have her hair. Her hair is like a blue color. And then she has like these little things on top of her head. They're like little like cat ears, but they help pilot these giant mecha like robots. It, it's really weird, but that's what they're there for. Um, but this is like one of the last photos we took. He was like, let's go downstairs. I think it'll look really cool. And um, it's still one of my favorite photos. It's just so good. It's you know, she has her gloves on and everything, and I don't know, the lighting, I feel like my face looks, you know, it looks pretty good, you know, we've got the kind of dreamy kind of look going on, yeah, yeah. Um, and like her character specifically is more dreamy, more soft, more like kind of reserved, um, so that's kind of what I try to go for there. Um, I didn't wear contacts because I'm afraid, I feel like they'll get stuck in my eyes. She's supposed to have red eyes, but... Um, I'm just not personally that dedicated to possibly having to go to the emergency room. So, so there is a limit to where you will go. Oh, 100%. <laughs> what are we looking at here? Now? So this is Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey. And this was what I was talking about with taking liberties is with the wig. Her hair does not look like that in the movie at all. I right. just took her wig from another 
uh, movie she was in, and I was like, you know what? That looks good. I like it. The jacket was bought by one of my friends. Um, everything else, I I think the jumpsuit was from Hot Topic. The bathing suit was from Hot Topic. I used to work there, so I got, like, a nice little discount. Um, <laughs> the mallet is from Spirit Halloween. So, I mean, this was shot by Nathaniel Clayton. Um, his Instagram username is CC Ports. He's fantastic. If you ever have the chance to work with him, please do it. He's amazing. Um, but this is in front of, like, Grumpy's Bail Bonds in downtown Nashville. Uh-huh. Okay. So, you know, and it was very cold that night. Um, it was freezing and very windy, but it looks so good with the streamers on the jacket. There's like, um, everybody always asked me if I made that, and I was like, absolutely not. I don't know how to sew. <laughs> that is bought. Um, but uh, I did her makeup the same, like the hearts and the blue and pink eyeshadow. Um, but still, yeah, this is, I think, maybe like my fifth or sixth photo shoot that I ever did. Um, and it's still one of my favorites as well. That looks so great. Great, yes. And now, this mm-hmm. is more mainstream mm-hmm. modeling. Mm-hmm. Tell me about this image now. I love this image. This is shot by Rachel Moore. Her uh, username is Sparrow Moose Media. Um, she's currently going to Nosey College of Art. This was her, I believe, junior year in kind of thesis thing. She was shooting these nine different types of sunglasses. And she was like, can you dress like this vampire? And you'd be shooting in bat glasses. And I was like, Absolutely. I will definitely do that. I love Interview with a Vampire, so that's what I was personally kind of going for. Um, So this was just shot in studio. um, And, yeah, she gave me quite a bit of direction. There was about three different lights on me with just a blue background. She had this cool little effect where it makes that spotlight on the glasses. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it's one of my favorites because it's just – I feel like it's different than what I normally do. I usually try to go for a more dreamy look, and I feel like this is more, like, intense, like, mm-hmm. you know, like vampire-ish. Yeah. So, yeah. I liked it. I mean, I've, I like it very much. Okay, now this is kind of like an Alice in Wonderland. Kind of. This is shot, shot by um, Tyler Gatewood. His um, username is Clark Cold on Instagram. Um, he would posted online that he was doing TFP, and I was like, you know what? I really like his work. It's always super bright. I love super bright images, super colorful, super rainbow. Like this, this is generally my style outside of modeling. It's like super girly or like super edgy. Mm-hmm. It either goes mm-hmm. one way. Um, but this was like in Kentucky on the side of the road, and I think I pulled this idea off like Pinterest. There was like a girl with some balloons, and I was like, I can get those. Those are easy. You know, go to Party City get, and, you know, just buy some. And um, I remember this was very hot. My makeup was running. I couldn't see. It was a great time in the middle of summer, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I just love how bright and airy they feel. And, of course, we got the dreamy. Like, it could be like Alice in Wonderland. Okay, I feel like, so you just pull off on the side of the road yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Just pull off. It's a good field here. Mm-hmm. Nobody bothers. Take a few hundred shots. <laughs> I don't even think we took that many. I want to say we only shot for, like, 30 minutes because it was so hot. It was hot. Um, but, yeah, I really like these. If you Like I said, if you go to my webpage, too, like when you go to my About Me section, that's the first image you see. Um, wow. And then when I had my Nashville Voyager interview, magazine interview, that's the head image as well. It's just one of my favorites. It's just, I wear a lot of wigs too. I never like have my natural hair out just because I don't like shooting with it. It's, <laughs> I just love long hair and I feel like it just suits me. Okay. And what are we looking at here now, Maria? So I made this giant mushroom hat out of cardboard and hot glue and fabric for the Renaissance Festival. And I, one of my um, good friend, his name's Josh Trotter. His username is Cap, uh, Captured Studio, it's, but it's spelled Cap2Red Studio. 
Um, we went to Bates Nursery in Nashville. They let us shoot there. They're great. If you ever want cute flower picks or fairy picks, go there. They're fantastic. Um, but I put the outfit together. That's all from my closet. Um, but yeah, I made the hat, and I made it way too big. It's and then I, it's ginormous. Um, but I just followed a YouTube video is what I did, and that hat took me maybe like two or three days to make. And then I wore it to the Renaissance Festival a couple weeks later. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I have I have been there a few times. I thoroughly enjoy it. Talk about some more elaborate costumes. The Renaissance Festival mm-hmm. is it. They go yeah. all out. They are full into character, full into the time piece that they're in. They do an awesome job with their presentation. Thank you for bringing those images. They are just great. The super images, I mean, I love viewing them. Thank you for bringing them. You're welcome. What has cosplay modeling taught you about you? I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's always hard when you see a character and they don't look like you. You don't have the same body type and you just have to realize that if you enjoy the character and enjoy how they look to just do it. I think modeling so much and seeing so many images back, you just kind of get a sense of like, oh, I, you know, I can't change how I look or I can't really change my body that much or don't care to because I'll, I'll be 31. So at this point, you know, I'm just like, that's the way it is. I don't can't do anything about it. So, I mean, cosplay has given me such like a confidence boost if anything it's I don't know it's just I recently got some images back from KatsuCon and there was one photographer and I was like oh my gosh that's me I look so good (laughs) like it's actually my phone background screen right now because I like the image so much but I feel like I don't know it just has given me such a confidence boost and you know coming out of quarantine and you know not being around anybody or anything and just really finding myself. Mm-hmm. I finally come. It's always scary to cosplay when you're a bit older. You know, you, people think it's kiddish that you watch cartoons or anime or any or mm-hmm. something like that. But there's I've seen, you know, older people cosplay like people in their 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. It's really for everybody. Um, but yeah, most of it's just confidence and like seeing myself on film. Because, you know, I used to use face editing apps or, you know, over smooth my skin and stuff. I remember my friend one time was like, that doesn't even look like you. And I was like, well, it's because I had a photo, a filter on it. But like, you know, I've gotten over that fear with cosplay of like seeing myself. And I think a lot of models kind of have that fear anyways, Mm -hmm. Uh, male or female. It's like you see yourself a certain way, but then you get images back and you're like, oh, that's not how I look. So you just, it's getting used. I've done over like a hundred photo shoots now. So at this point, I'm just like, they look great, you know. Uh, there's very few photos where I, I don't like them in, at this point. Where do you see your modeling take you five years from now? Where do you want to be five years from now with your modeling? I hope to hone my skills in cosplaying for sure. Um, I really want to learn how to sew and make more props. Um, but for me, modeling has always just been something that I've really enjoyed doing for fun. Once it becomes too hard or too much work or I don't enjoy it, I'll just stop because I feel like if I'm not enjoying it, then it's just what's the point in doing it? Because it originally started out as just a hobby when I was self-shooting, something to pass my time Mm -hmm. as a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. I went to school for art and, you know, I've always been super creative. So five years from now, I really don't know. I don't know what I'm doing in the next week. So five years from now, hopefully alive Still in Nashville, maybe. <laughs> I would like to travel more. I really am trying to, like, 
I would love to go to California and shoot with photographers or go to Florida or go overseas. That's kind of what I would love to do um, is really like travel more and work with some really cool people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Um, that's a great idea and I hope, hope, hope it really works out for you. Um, modeling, as you said earlier, it, it helps build your confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel modeling has given you the most of confidence or what else? I would say so. I feel like, you know, you're coming out of your 20s into your 30s. You don't, you know, you're kind of finally kind of figuring out who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say confidence in myself and like who I am and being somebody of like a person of color um, and everything. Yeah, it was definitely, we used to hide under a bunch of Becky clothes even a couple years ago. And now I'm just like, well, I like that cosplay. It shows a little bit of stuff, but you know what? That's totally fine. It is what it is. You know, if it makes, my whole thing is if I can make somebody like, oh my gosh, that outfit is so cool. I want to do that. That I feel like then my job's done because I want to inspire people to cosplay more. Because like I said, anybody can do it. Kids, adults, you know, older, whoever, disabled. Uh, that's my whole goal is with cosplaying and modeling is just to hopefully inspire people to get into this genre. Okay. Okay. You just said you've got what? 100 shots. 100 federal shoots under your belt. So you have got enough experience that I could ask you this question. What are some some mistakes that you see others possibly making that if you could say whisper in their ear, do this instead, it will look better or you will do better if you do things this way. What are some mistakes that you see other models make that you would never do? See, that's the thing. I feel like I don't have the right to judge another model for something that, you know, that I could possibly possibly make a mistake on. Um, There's some models out there that are so talented. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. But I'll never put myself higher than another model because I'll never think that I'm better than anybody else. Okay. That's just how I am. Okay. Um, I guess any mistake that I would see is if, you know— I guess on a photographer's side is if, like, they don't tag models and then a model will, like, have a photo shoot with them. And I'm like, they don't tag their models. It's really sketchy. There's, you know, not a lot of engagement. I would be careful. I've been put in one situation where it was very sketchy and I was lucky to be okay because I found out that uh, from another model that something had happened. And I was like, okay, I don't take a chaperone with me because I don't (laughs) have anybody to go with me. (laughs) So it's always, like, kind of tricky. I would say, you know. Um, public spaces are great. Don't go to right. anybody's house without a chaperone or a studio without a chaperone. But like a public space out, you know, in the middle of the road or in downtown Nashville, perfectly perfectly fine if you don't have anyone to go with. Um, but yeah, model-wise, you know, I am in no position to judge another model on how they do things, on how they pose, on how they do their makeup. Because honestly, I, you know, I do my makeup. It takes me like 15 minutes. I'm like, great, done, easy. <laughs> I'm out. So, you know, there's some models that are great at makeup. There's makeup artists. I've worked with one makeup artist. She's fantastic. or um, They're fantastic. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll look at images. I'm like, that looks really good. And then, you know, I'll never think of what a model. If a model is working on themselves and modeling and doing what they love, 
I'll never be like, what you're doing is wrong. That looks bad. Mm-hmm. There's only room for improvement, and that's on them if they want if if they want to improve themselves. Okay. Uh, do you ever catch yourself uh, critiquing someone else's another model's images? I feel like you can. I feel like that's in everybody. You always like, oh, you know, she could have worn like a different outfit. But like I said, I feel like that just comes from a place of hatefulness and I'm trying I don't want to be hateful towards okay. any model okay. um like I said if they're trying and working on themselves and get just getting into modeling you know if they reach out to me for advice mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine I'll happily give whatever advice that I could think of but I you know I wouldn't even take myself seriously because I just don't think it's just so weird because I don't even think I'm that good half the time I'm like <laughs> oh come on I really don't I'm just come like on. I don't I always go to photographers and I'm like oh like you've been modeling you're like a professional and I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing uh, I always tell uh, photographers when I work with them I'm like if I look bad or like silly or if I'm doing a bad pose or a bad face please just tell me you will not offend me I do not care. You're like, be like, Maria, you look stupid. And I'll be like, great. I won't do that. You're not going to offend me in any sort of way. Um, I would rather that you have good images and then I also have good images. So that way I can like, you know, if I wanted to, could publish them or like put them on my website. Mm-hmm. You know, I would rather us both have good images than you be too timid and be like, oh, well, that looked really bad, but that's fine. No, just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what is a topic that is dear to your heart that you feel should be brought to the forefront that we may be overlooking, that we just may, uh, we may just scroll past. What topic is really important to Maria West? I feel like there's too much competition between models and photographers. I think there's too much elitism in this whole like kind of area um, and favoritism, which I feel like with anything that's bound to come up anyways, but it's just like, if a photographer wants to work with a model, why shouldn't they or and vice versa? Um, I, I don't like to, I don't see other models as competition. I feel like I'm my biggest competition. I always try to do better for myself and make my cosplays more elaborate and, you know, try new things. Um, but it's just, it's a lot of drama. I'm not here for the drama. I'm 31 years old. I don't, I don't care. I work two jobs. I don't have time for it. Okay. okay. So it's just like, and then, um, the only thing, you know, photographer wise, why I wouldn't work with a photographer is if, you know, a model said that something had happened or they were rude or, mm-hmm. um, an allegation came up. That's the only thing that would make me stop from working with a photographer. But like, you know, just the, the competition is, I'm not about it. It's not for me. I'm just here doing my thing, just rolling on by, you know? If you will, let's go more in depth with that. You said competition. In what way? I would say competition with like, I don't know. Sometimes they'll like hide spots where they shoot. And I'm like, but that location is so cool. I would love to shoot there, but they keep it secret so nobody else can go there. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, okay, well, but it's just a location. It's not like it's super secret, you know, I just don't understand that that part of it. Or, like, they'll talk to the photographers they've shot with a lot, and they'll be like, well, don't work with that model, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, why not? You know, it's, I don't know. Like, I would never stop a photographer. If I had an issue with another model, I would never stop another photographer from working with them. Mm-hmm. That's the photographer's choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 
if they want, if they like their work, if they think they can get, get, get good images, great. Perfect. You know, I'm not here to stop you. You're your own person. <laughs> I, I would say I am absolutely guilty of that comment about uh, competition and locations. I've had a location that I've shot at uh, numerous times, but every model I've always taken there has loved it. Um, people have asked where this is. Some I will tell, some I won't. It's just my little secret. There's my little hideaway that I want to keep to myself. But now I know there have been others that have found it, so the secret's out. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't care anymore. Right. I don't care anymore. Another of the topics that you feel may need to be brought to the forefront that you feel important about, that you feel strongly about, may be what? I would say with cosplay specifically, it's it's pretty it's pretty dark. Like there's a lot of un, like unfortunate like racism that goes on within the cosplay community. It's like I said, very elitist, and I would hate for somebody who wants to get into it to be scared away by certain people because it does exist and it does exist in convention space. Um, I've seen or heard horror stories about how there will be uh, people of color cosplayers and they just get torn apart because that character is not the color of their skin tone. And it's always been a topic of conversation ever since cosplay has been a thing. It's mm -hmm. even like when I cosplay, you know, it's there, there I haven't personally had it happen to me, but I'm sure, you know, people say things behind your back like, Oh, she, well, she, she's not doing it right. That's not the, the character's skin color, this, this and that. And it's always, and I've talked to my significant other about this. It's always been, a topic of conversation, even body type. They're like, oh, well, you don't have the same body type as them. Um, that's always like something I try to advocate for. If any young person or anybody else that wants to get into it, just do it, ignore it. It, it, it is, it's going to be there. It is what it is. But mm -hmm. as long as you enjoy it, just keep doing it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's hard. It's cosplay is, like I said, and like I said, even if you're, cosplay is not up to par with some people they really look down on you they're like like i said they'll be like oh well you bought your outfit so you're not a real cosplayer they'll say that to your face and it's just like but i enjoy cosplaying i enjoy the character so why does it matter but i feel like maybe with modeling it's the same thing you know i think it's just kind of full circle it is because i think when you do your brand with modeling you've got to learn how mm -hmm. you've got to learn how to portray your character. I mean, not necessarily, because I'm definitely not that character 100%, and you don't have to be, especially not during a photo shoot, because it's like, you know, your photo shoot's 30 minutes to maybe an hour. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can try, like, and do facials, but, I mean, there's some facials that just don't look good on camera, and there's only okay. some facials that maybe the actor specifically, specifically can do. So my whole thing is, you know, I can... I'll try to, like, kind of embody that character a little bit, but I'm not a full-on 100%. I'm going to get in this character and act crazy kind of thing. That's never been my whole goal with cosplay. But there are some people that really, really get into character, which, you know, I applaud them for. But personally, I... I'm, like, too afraid to do it. I'm, like, oh, I can't act crazy like Harley Quinn. She's bonkers, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's wild. But I'll try it. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just... <laughs> okay, so for the photographers that want to reach out to you, um, how can they do this? What are your social media uh, pages? I have Instagram. Um, that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. My Facebook is pretty private. Do not send me friend requests. I do not know you. 
Um, my Instagram is public. There's also my webpage that you can email me. I'll send an email to my modeling email. Um, and then all my act like all my full images are on my webpage, which I don't think anybody really looks at. But like all the images I don't post on Instagram or Facebook are on there. And there's so many good images. I have like over 100 images in my portfolio and have it sectioned off by modeling and like um, cosplay and stuff like that. So really, honestly, Instagram is the easiest way to get a hold of me because I'm always on there unfortunately and guys and gals if you are looking for a cosplay model i can tell you firsthand you will not go wrong in working with this lady i mean i i can highly recommend her just from talking to her maria one last comment from you to the photographers out there would be i also don't charge anything my services are free so <laughs> please reach out. <laughs> I don't be there, can you? <laughs> um, I yeah. Um I don't know. I'm down for anything. Uh if you have any characters you want to do. Um I am up for traveling. I'll go to Kentucky, Atlanta, Alabama. Um, but yeah, um that's about it. Thank you for being here. You have been just a total a delight to sit down with and talk to um, your images are just fantastic uh you brought a new sense of modeling to my world i mean one that i'm not used to but it is it is so wonderful that you're doing this and i, I thank you for that well thank you for having me and and with that being said uh, i want to thank you for tuning in uh, to this edition of the model connection podcast uh, please like Follow or subscribe on YouTube or wherever you uh, get your podcast. Follow us on social media at Model Connection Podcast. Thank you, everyone. Mm-hmm.